0: grab your coffee, get jacked up. I'm Jamie Taylor. It's time for another episode of the Block Talk. I'm so excited to introduce Kelly Lovell and Walt Todd from Count Porcula, the creators of Count Porcula. Do I have that right?
1: Yes, ma'am. Correct.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for getting up early and taming those beards early enough to come in and have a chat with me. (laughs) I'd like to start with an old friend, Kelly. You have done everything from Coach My Son in football to uh, create your own food truck here with Walt and open this amazing, exciting venue that everyone in Little Rock is flocking to. So can you tell me a little bit about growing up in Little Rock and how you guys met and all that.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't grow up in Little Rock. I uh, grew up in New Mexico and uh, ended up coming out here in the 94 year. Um, mm-hmm. Went to the University of Central Arkansas, played college football there. And Go then Bears! Met my wife and moved to Little Rock and... Uh, Started working for Corporate America, and at that point in time, it just was something that I was used to and uh, did for a long, long time, for 17 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walt and I got together because his, I, I'm making a long story short here, but, um, or a short story long, yeah, um, so. I met his wife at my first company, and that's how I got to know Walt. Oh. And so Walt and I got to be friends, and... Uh, there was a time where he called me one day and said hey you want to buy a smoker and I said sure
0: wait a second so did you guys never talked about barbecue Walt you just grew up in Little Rock and decided I'm just gonna my wife's friend seems cool I'll just <laughs> buy this pork and we'll try it no, 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 I did grow up
2: in Little Rock but um to the story at hand uh yeah we had talked about it we had tailgated with you know they had like a their company tailgated at the Razorback football games mm-hmm. and so we had and we don't go around and see all the people and the smokers and we always talked about getting one well on the way on the way to work one day there was this old rusted out smoker that i drove by every day for like two years and finally i just they obviously weren't using it so (laughs) so i stopped and went in and asked the guy and he said yeah i got a bigger one and that was just sitting there so called kelly we made him a cash offer and that's how it started, and we still have that one today. And that
1: one is actually Count Porcular. Correct.
0: Yeah, that's so exciting, and the name is really. We'll get to the name here in just a second. Yeah. But so that's so with you guys meeting, obviously your wives are friends, you guys are hanging out at tailgates, you're deciding to do this business and venture in together. How did you decide who gets to pick the rub and who's making the recipes, or was it a natural thing, or how do you get your who who picks the pork and all of that? I mean, how does the logistics of this come together?
1: I think it was just a natural process of us getting together and doing it together um we've done pretty much all of it together um and there's been times where you know I've had to tote the mail a little bit longer and there's times where he's had to tote the mail a little longer and uh but it's worked out I mean it's been everything we could have ever imagined um and of course now we're in East Village but um it's you know when we first started it was um we just kind of took both of our strengths and put them together and, really just did what we did
0: yeah well the food's incredible my favorite thing when you guys first came out was when you opened the truck and you came out to one of the Little Rock soccer games and you'd been around Mm -hmm. town at multiple places already and then I went to the soccer game and had those nachos and Mm -hmm. they were I mean I'd never had anything like that (laughs) and and then to have live soccer local to Little Rock I thought that was great can you tell me a little bit about how the community played a role in the growth of the food truck into the venue and all that
2: sure absolutely Uh, just the people we meet at these different venues, the, the Little Rock Rangers or the Chamber of Commerce or, you know, wherever. We've made these connections with people for years. And um, I don't know, it, it, without the community, we wouldn't be successful and we wouldn't be where we are. So we're very thankful for our patrons, our customers. You know, I, we just can't even explain it. It's it's amazing.
0: I mean, I have a similar experience, so I understand what you mean with the community connections because Little Rock seems like a little bit of a small town, even though it's kind of our, it's a capital Mm -hmm. city, it's our big city, but at the same time, you can get a lot of accessibility to the connections you need to build a business or grow the business that you have already existing into a new area so you mentioned east village so we can talk about kind of the move there so you Mm. grow the food truck you're this local exciting fun everyone comes out to see you brand and then you need someplace permanent a brick and mortar where people can come and play so tell me about the birth of the rail yard and count porcula and then we'll touch maybe on that crepe truck that's been parked over there
1: yeah so uh You know, I was at one of the St. Patrick's Day parades a couple years ago and ran into one of the guys from uh, Moses Tucker. And uh, they showed me the spot down there. And I called Walt and said, man, this place is awesome. And, uh, you know, we didn't really know where it would go or what what would happen. But um, they ended up introducing us to three great ladies that own the rail yard. Uh, Virginia Murray, Linda Murray, and... uh, uh, I'm sorry, Virginia, Virginia Young, Young, Murray Newburn, and Linda Newburn, And we met them. They were looking for some people to go to in business with, to possibly do the food side of things as they were going to do the rail yard side of things, which is the beer and the cocktails and all and the outdoor patio and all that stuff. And, uh, we got together and it just became a marriage. It was, it was something that just kind of fell in our lap and it was, it's been awesome ever since.
2: And it couldn't have happened at a better time. Because Kelly and I had been cooking out of our
1: trucks and yeah. out, of the,
2: out of our kitchens. And our wives were just tired of it. <laughs> Probably tired For of years. You, Yeah, For like two years. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and so we were just desperate. And we, we, were, we were looking everywhere. And it's it's one of those things that kind of feels meant to be. Mm-hmm. Because it just all made sense when it happened. And uh, when, when we met the girls, uh, we knew it. And... I think they knew
1: that. I mean, we had a refrigerator in North Little Rock, and we had a <laughs> uh, our food truck in 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 out by England Highway, mm-hmm. and you know, my house is in Hillcrest, and I mean, logistically, I mean, it was trying to figure out how to get to here to there, and starting to cater, and starting to do all these things, and then we started doing whole hogs, and it, you know, it was just like what are we doing? I mean, we were having wood delivered at both houses and Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was crazy, crazy. We couldn't use the refrigerator because all of the works,
2: me. Right. <laughs> What's so
0: great about that is like when we first so you guys are a part of the original three, which we call the lost files here on the Block Talk, which the first three interviews we did initially we've actually are recreating. This is the first of those. Because we lost our first episodes. We were kind of logistically set up like Camp Porcula when we started. And we had, you know, one thing over here, one thing over there. But I remember when I called Kelly to do that first interview, he was like uh, I got to go over here and do this and here and do that I don't know right. then we can work yeah, that's out. crazy it's fun to look back now and see how that struggle mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. refined you guys into this completely solid awesome amazing business that sort of everyone just looks to as a cornerstone now in East Village as the area develops it's just amazing because you guys have this reputation where we we know where to go to find that food and to find a really really good time at the rail yard so in that marriage while you guys are, are building this brand of the rail yard what would you say has been like the most fun epic event favorite thing that you had at the rail yard since it's opened between california and them which i know will be hard that's a tough one
1: i mean aside from just getting things put into place and just seeing it all develop i mean i think it had to be our spring truck party uh we didn't really know what to expect um you know we were kind of in competition with some other folks in town that are great people and uh and just great areas of the city and uh but at the time, we didn't know how big any of it got, and so when that party hit that day, it was amazing. It was st- it, I mean, Thousands. we had bands all day long. We had our beer vendors and, and local community folks out there. And, it was a I mean, party, and, had a and bunch it was of food
2: trucks. I mean, yeah, yeah was,
1: six seven food trucks out it there. Was great. I mean, I think we had, like, between 3,500 and 4,000 people out there.
0: And the crazy part is all, like, the movers and shakers, too. So you go through that crowd, and you're like, oh, I know, yep, yep, yep. And these people own businesses and are influential and care about this community, and they want to be there, and they want to get behind what you guys have done. It's so cool to support people that you know are involved in your local community and live here and work here and play here, and it's a benefit to all of us what you're doing, bringing people together like that. So food truck party, what about, like, the unique things that you guys do for instance i think you do s'mores in the winter time is that right oh yeah there's
2: always something uh you know s'mores in the winter time um we do traditional like you know banana pudding and Mm -hmm. stuff ice cream and stuff in, in the summer so has anyone pulled off karaoke night yet Starting Tuesday
1: on the 6th, actually. <laughs> on the
2: 6th, yeah.
0: So one of the things we really like to do is add value um, in your block of time. That's the whole point of the podcast, right? And so having you guys on, the biggest thing I really wanted to express to our listeners was this possibility that they have to open their business in Little Rock and to, to be able to come to this area, especially East Village, namely, and be able to come in and say, okay, I, I want to do this. This is my dream. Um, I think I can make this possible. I don't want to work in corporate America anymore. I, I know this community can get behind people. I've watched it happen to to Walt and Kelly how do, how do I do that what would you say your advice would be to that first time guy driving to work listening to this podcast who does not want to be driving there to do that job
2: I would say find something that you're passionate about and chase it mm-hmm. I mean that's all we did we took a leap of faith and the stars kind of aligned for us
1: yes but you know uh, we just had to jump and, and, and I, <clears throat> to his point there's people out there that are <clears throat> that want to that want to come together and do things. And so, you know, it's kind of like you got to find people that, that want to do certain things and may, they may want, may not want to do other things, but there's other people that could do those things. So you kind of have to find those people and, and they're out there. I mean, there's, there's investors out there. There's people that want to see the city grow. There's one, there's people that want to see East village grow. Um, and, 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 Little Rock is on the up. I mean, we're we're heading, you know, in the right direction. All the
0: Yankees right. are coming here all
1: of a sudden. <laughs>
0: as an ex-Yankee myself, I don't appreciate it when they call them that. But I just think it's interesting how many, like you just said, are coming to this area. What could you say uniquely, like coming from New Mexico or like me from California, as a Little Rock native, what can you say you would say um, is different about the rail yard compared to any other venue you've ever seen open?
2: Well, it's kind of one of a kind here locally. Yeah. Uh, it's really wide open, but quaint and intimate. Um, you can get a lot of people in there, and it's, we get a really good mix of people there. There's young and old,
1: um, kids, you know, kids
2: and dogs, and
0: um, it's so cool that you let pets come.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting when we're when we're when we're in the smokehouse and it's a busy day and we're you know yeah. taking meat out and we're watching the crowd. It's it's so interesting to see that you have all these different generations. You have little bitty, like, toddlers that are, you know, mm-hmm. trying to stumble on the concrete and, you know, play some of the games that we have. And then you have the – The same know, the, thing
0: happening with adults. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you have millennials, and you know, and they're doing their thing and they're on their cell phones. And then you have – uh, A guy
2: having an 80th birthday party. Yeah, an you know, 80th birthday happened. party. I mean, it's, it's
1: crazy. crazy. I mean, it's just, you know, seeing all these generations has just been – that, that's been really cool to see. Because yeah. we would have, you know, we were kind of told that's kind of what would happen. But I truly didn't believe it. Right. And uh, and I am true. I'm a believer now. We just didn't know what to expect. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah.
0: You never do, but to your point, it's just kind of you have to jump to figure it out mm-hmm. and just decide, you know, if you build it, they will come kind mm-hmm. of deal. And you guys just built it, and they came for sure. Mm-hmm. So real quickly before we go out here, I've got to ask the question about your beautiful wife and that crepe truck because uh, I did get a couple messages about my, my little appearance on KATV. Right. Nobody told me that I was going to be just, like, stuffing my face <laughs> on camera. I'm fine with it because <laughs> if I'm going to stuff my face with anything, it was Count Porcula in a crepe.
2: Right. Tell me how she
0: dreams this up.
2: Uh, well uh, the, it's a little crepesy is the name of the food truck and we're all very proud of it she's she's doing really well with it it's it's new I think it's what, a month five weeks a little more over a month yeah but she's been out there um, you can find her on Facebook Instagram her whole schedule's out there but uh, she and I had a crepery ten years ago in Hillcrest and obviously didn't make it it's called Lemon called Lemon and um, she never lost the dream and so, when this all went down, she called me one day and said, I'm, I'm buying a horse trailer. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And well, you was... called
0: me and said, I'm buying a smoker. <laughs> so, I right. guess we're even. Okay, well, okay, Jamie. <laughs> Okay, Jamie.
1: But, anyway, that's how she had this vision. And here it is. So. And we were at a private party right when she first started. And I think that's when the evolution of the Count Porcula crepe came out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, why don't we do this? And we were Everybody like, yeah, I Everybody mean. loves barbecue. And right now, I mean, it's got to be one of her top Oh, sellers. it's got to be.
0: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, right. it's incredible. I've never had anything like it. And I grew up, my mom is real into pastry chef style stuff. So she would try to make crepes growing up. Right. And I'm like, I love my mom, but they're terrible compared to... Brett's crepes so I mean sorry mom sorry, for listening mom. yeah sorry. your crepes suck but I love you um, <laughs> the exciting part about it too is your wives both I mean incredible women incredible women that I, I both admire both of them and I just I'm really really super excited that they let you out of the house this morning to uh, let me borrow you for the podcast I bet you are not stuffing their refrigerators anymore and yeah. their house doesn't smell no. as much like barbecue so we they're have probably happier <laughs> yeah, we have. well we are 100% in full support always of Count Porcula we want everybody listening to go out there check out the rail yard and specifically try this barbecue it is amazing these guys are amazing and it's always good to support local we love little rock and they do too so thank you guys for coming on the show
1: thank you
2: thank you jamie thanks Um, for what you do oh
0: of course we're signing off here at the block talk i'm out